Welcome to Gay Peace Journeys Podcast. My name's Brian. And I'm Paul. And we'll get going in three, two, one. What are you doing, Brian? Uh, I'm ready when you're ready. You, how do you want to do this? Do you want to introduce Maria? Hi, Maria. Hi, Brian. Welcome. So good to see you. Welcome to our studio. You're our second guest, and you know it's pretty exciting to have you here. Uh, usually, it's just Paul and I, and it's really great to have a, another energy here, somebody to uh, represent some people that are a little different than us, perhaps. Absolutely. And still the same in a lot of ways. So. Yes, absolutely. So we're <laughs> glad you're here. And uh, do we want what? What do we want to know about Maria? Talk about Maria. Do you want to? Yeah, I would. Um, I would. So I, I think from my perspective and Brian's perspective, we met Maria about 15 years ago. We were living in the same neighborhood. She was a few houses down at the end of the street, and we found out that they were that she was in a relationship with a woman. Yeah, and she had a son and. I was introduced, I think, by Leon, which was Absolutely. a neighbor yep. that lived two doors down the other way. Shout out to Leon. Shout, Shout out, out to out Leon. To we Leon. love you, bro. Yes. <laughs> so we met up with Maria, and we started talking, and I think we had like a coffee or something. We were organizing a cleanup yeah, with the for the neighborhood, committee. a beautification committee, and we all joined in the neighborhood, and we went around and did service work for the, for the community, which... That always tells me right there that these are people that I probably want to get to know. Yes. But the more I talked to Maria, the more I found that we had a lot more in common. We were both tarot readers. Yes, a lot more in common. And, and it was so easy to open up my little secret stash with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It was so nice to find that there was someone else that, that understood my meditation perspectives and where I was going with, you know, my energy and yeah. another spiritualist and that was just really awesome. So I can sit here and tell you all the wonderful things about Maria, but there's a lot of things that we all want to know, including me and Brian. So um, I'm going to sit here and ask you, Maria, welcome and we love you. And would you tell us a little about yourself and what it was like growing up and finding your gifts and finding your yes. orientation and where you're at and how oh you found gosh. peace with all that? That's so open-ended, right? Oh my gosh. It's so much. I... I would say that I had conversations with angels at the age of, I would say, seven. I was going through a lot of trouble in a very young age. Um, a father who was constantly trying to sleep with me at the age of five and six. And so my, um, my respite came from the heavens. That's awesome. So um, when I would read books, I always had this big angel that would sit by me, and I would have conversations. I know that we, when we were talking yesterday, and we were talking about when we hear messages, mm -hmm. spiritual messages, you said that they're actually verbal, that you actually hear them. Is that what it was like with your angels, or could Absolutely. you see them? I could see them and... Um, See them, feel them, the, the love that they wrapped themselves with me was very protective, but almost had a almost telepathic um, messages, too. That's awesome. Did you 
recognizing them for like the archangels or any of the ones that we know? No, I just saw them as my guardian angel. Okay. You know, um, I felt I had come across a larger angel and that energy is way different. Um, extremely different and much more powerful. This was more like a, a guardian angel that was watching over a child. Okay. And, um, and it would share with me some information about that. I would have to make a decision in my life between good and bad. Um, and didn't quite understand it, but they were saying basically that there was a war on earth. And, it, and I would have to use my gift to choose a side. And that I would have to help people. Wow. Help well, that, that must have been scary. As a child, it just kind of went over my head but the the message kept keeps replaying gotcha through the years and um yeah so i would keep those things to myself so it kind of set you on a path and and did you feel that it isolated you or i think it helped me cut myself between the spiritual world and the earthly world like i was able to balance okay um the two I think that's important. I think a lot of people lose sight of the fact that it's more than just what we see and touch and feel. Mm -hmm. And also sometimes if you get lost too much in that other world, the spiritual realm, and you allow it to, to seep into this um, material world, you can lose yourself, your sanity. You yeah. lose the purpose of what you're yeah. here to do. Absolutely. I mean, we're and here to grow our spirit, that. right? So, mm -hmm. I mean, if... If we are so involved in the fact of what that is and where we're going to be going back to, then we just kind of forget what we're here to do. It, it's kind of like just not doing your job at all. Right. And also you it, it works hand in hand with your, you know, the work that you're supposed to do on Earth. There's two types of work. And I've always doubled it up. You have, you know, maybe a corporate world or your physical, you know, financial income kind of job and then you have your spiritual job okay and uh that took me a long time to understand how to meld those two things oh, together i agree I, I think it's so important that what we do as service for our fellow man to help them on their journey that that's that's one job that we do and that is something that if you don't find that balance you're not taking care of that spirit I, i've taught before on having separate selves and that we have a spiritual self, a physical self, a mental self, and an emotional self. Mm -hmm. And it's all about balancing all of those. And the spiritual self, most people deny that or just, and what happens is they have this gap that they're always trying to fill. And I, yes. I feel that if we spend too much time in there, like you said, I think that we pull out of the mental self and we lose our sanity, right? Absolutely. And it's like we have mm -hmm. to keep those in tune and in balance. And I think that it's amazing that there are people among us, and, and I've always believed in angels personally, that have the ability to transpose that for us normies, right? So that right. we can get that information and still move forward. Absolutely. So how did, did you... How was the rest of your family? Do, do they oh, have well, these gifts as, as well? Or? I was adopted. Okay. So I wasn't with my blood family. And that, I think, was the opening of my spiritual path because I knew that I was abandoned. Oh. 
So my um, my family was really not of this earth. Gotcha. You know, and so that was my comfort zone, my safety zone. Um, the family I had on earth, though there was very good members in there, the people that I was that was responsible for my growth, my mental, physical growth, uh, were abusive. Gotcha. So um, that that caused a lot of uh, issues that I had to, you know, get a grip on. A lot of healing. Yes, a lot of healing. But it's interesting that when you open yourself up to the universe and the source of life, that they open things up and... And uh, and you you end up not only healing, you end up forgiving. See, and I think that that is amazing. A lot of people think that not forgiving somebody is like keeping them down or something. And it's not even about that. It You forgive so that you're free. And it's like as long as you're angry with that person, there's still, there's still that abuser in your life that is happening in the background, right? It's And we talked before in an earlier podcast with Brian where we take on the role of being the abuser when we leave the relationship is until we can forgive them. Right? Absolutely. And I think that my hmm, seeking for spiritual knowledge helped me recognize that, in fact, it was my soul that needed to, to go through that pain so that I can help others and understand the path they went through and so yeah that was so my family uh i i grew up in a very puerto rican um based family and very spiritual you know we had our um virgin mary the sacred heart of jesus all over the place you had to i went to a roman catholic uh, school i baptized did all the sacraments except for marriage and um I had, I was very open to sharing the messages I had for family members. Okay. And they were open to receiving it, which I was very grateful for uh, because it could have been easily shut down. Oh, absolutely. And like uh, happens to a lot of people. But being that they were of, you know, you know, superstitious if you want to call it that background they needed to hear what i had to say especially if it came uh true so they're like okay we got to hear what this one has to say (laughs) um so yeah i was doing that and what we would do we would used to play a lot of card games and with the spanish cards okay and um i found that i was able to give messages according to what the person's card that they brought that was like i remember at a park we were playing uh family reunion and i said oh your your boss is going to fire you you know as a kid you don't realize just what impact that can be to an adult and um and so i was very you know blase about things and they were like what are you talking about i was like oh because they found that you were drinking on the job <laughs> and so and so basically i'm telling the business of you know this full-grown adult was gonna wh- why they're gonna get fired 
And sure enough, by the end of the week, they did not have a job. So the reading of the cards was something that just kind of naturally started occurring for you. It wasn't something you started seeking. Right. You were just playing a game and it just started coming out. The, mm. the, the messages that you've always received started just transposing right through the cards. Right through the cards. And I, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. And I think it was because, again, that telepathic communication was coming through. And, and I told you, I had this, I always felt this angel above me. And they say, you see this? Right. Can you see that? Right. And, and that's how I would, I would give my messages. That's just awesome. like they would. But I know that you're not just limited to cards. I know that you use a lot of different modalities. Absolutely. There is, wow, uh, pendulums. Right. I love them. Um, I use them a lot for clearings, gotcha. uh, energetic clearings. And actually, my pendulum is an angel. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> it's just an angel. Um, but I can do almost anything. I uh, can utilize any crystals. Um, I have read people in the beach without cards by just grabbing some shells. Okay. And just throwing, throwing it. And kind of like throwing bones. I've read what's happening with them. Yes, no question. I can do the same thing with, um, with crystals knowing which directions where the west is and I, I can you know there's my four suits you know from the cards and then the energy of the crystal and where it goes and what it clings next to and how far away from the center it is it tells the story i mean it's right there you know and it's just a matter of transposing that so i totally understand what you're saying yeah you have to listen to the elements and people right. say well you know what kind of element would the cards fall in well that's simple it's earth it's wood yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's paper <laughs> so you you know i could utilize water mm -hmm. and fire scrying i love scrying okay uh, so that's i have played with nature i know this sounds crazy but when i wanted to do a clear uh cleaning you know physical cleaning cleaning of myself on the a beach and utilize and call upon an orisha, mm -hmm. um, which would be on my santeria um, initiation, I would clear the beach by asking for a storm to come in. Okay. And that would clear things up and I would have the beach to myself so I could clear. <laughs> <laughs> so I do love the elements and understanding that that's that's our conductor, right? Between right. heaven and earth is the elements. That's what's bringing all the messages in and entwining us so we're connected. I think it's our, <clears throat> I, I tend to think of things as being like symbols that we can relate to. Uh, and and it gets us in tuned in a spiritual way to those. Um, kind of like a signpost or, or, I don't know exactly how to translate this. But basically like seeing Jesus on the cross gets us, you know, in that mode, that spiritual place of knowing that that sacrifice, right? So it's that, that place of feeling that from something visual, it's kind of like we're able to key to something based off something else. And I think that 
you know, when we look at the elements as that, right, that we can look at this as physicality and manifestation and the rewards in earth, or we can look at, you know, thought and planning and the structure of what we need to do in the air, or we're looking at, you know, what we have to do or what we can do, what we can build, what we can make, what, you know, what our passions are in the fire or whether it's the emotional aspects and, you know, how things are going to be fluid and how we're going to, you know, balance that because water to me is balance. I know yes. a lot of people don't see that, but I, I think that's amazing yeah. that we can look at those and find that aspect. Like when I'm on my bike ride, I, I tend to look at all the different elements and just feel those in my life and where they are. In my, and it mm -hmm. kind of reset. It's like hitting a big reset button for me. Right? Yes, so, absolutely. You know, we have, you know, meditation. <sighs> that's what I was saying, reading water. If I find that I really need to, um, I utilize water, but I use utilize things, my knowledge, my little bit of knowledge, because I don't have, a, I'm like a, a, a jack of all trade, a master of none. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I like, I like water in terms of either meditating, you know, mm -hmm. to, for it to bring me a vision. And sometimes people may crack an egg and utilize the 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 white of it makes a form and it can give you a message there too okay that's another uh spirit uh spiritism that's a that's another avenue of reading and what i find is that according the, to the customer or the client that comes to me i will know what avenue of spiritism i need to utilize with them Oh, that's awesome. Some of them would be pagan. Some of them would be, and they don't need to be of that culture. Right. But their spiritual quadrant is calling me to utilize that avenue. And so that's why I'm open to a, a vast, numerous amount of spiritual practice because all people of different spiritual quadrant life, right. not the people, but their quadrant is coming to knock on my door and need to be utilized this way. I love that you said that. And it's very interesting to me because I, I think that there's this understanding of our spiritual selves to most people and that they find a way to feed that and usually through an avenue of religion, right? Mm -hmm. um, that they they sink into and they, they need to believe that is the only way, you know, to reach this com communication conversation with our higher self and, and to the universe and to... God, if you will, or goddess, however people want to relate that, but to that spiritual plane, the avenue that we're all part of in this big ocean of spirit, right? And it's amazing that we, when you get to a point where you don't have to look at that as the only way, and you can come and you can kind of like look at it from a perspective of whatever way works for people is great because reaching that plateau is, is awesome. Right. And that's, that's what everyone needs to do and what God, I wish everyone could. Right. Right. But it's understanding that they're limited where they're at and that's okay. If, if they are still in a place where they can only see that one and being able to meld to being able to carry the message in that quadrant if mm -hmm. you will, to them, I think that's awesome because you're not, you're not challenging them to change their philosophy not in order at all. to receive the message that they're needing to exactly. hear. Exactly. I'm not here to convert anyone. Those who have to listen to the message, what happens is 
in their soul they know the truth. Mm. And that sometimes is why religion doesn't satisfy the soul completely because they just, in their soul, they know there's more. So if they come across somebody who, like yourself, and other, even non-practicing uh, spiritual, um, but they they believe in something greater than them, outside of them, they have messages for all of us. Mm-hmm. <coughs> we have to learn to be open and listen, if that makes sense. I think that the, the beauty of working with the spirits or the energy or something higher than you, the beauty of that <laughs> is that it will always show you that it's there listening. It will always give you something to confirm, some kind of confirmation, whether it be a bird or a person, an animal, a a book that falls off the shelf, then they let themselves be known. Sure. Absolutely. I totally believe that. So mm-hmm. these gifts that were manifesting themselves and, and from your early age, the abuse and the healing, how did you come to peace? How, Like for our listeners that are, are listening in and they're maybe in the same scenario of that little girl that, you know, was hurt or and, and looking for some comfort, where did you how did you build yourself into or, and find a plateau where you were okay? What, what kind of message can you give people to help to thrive? Initially, I found myself uh, searching for something physical to ease the pain. When you met me, I was on my third um, relationship with a woman, and I was very, very happy. Uh, mm-hmm. with her because she supported my spirituality and she was the first gate opener uh, to let me know that it was okay that she didn't have to be exactly like me or follow the same thing I did and she helped me heal to recognize that I have I, it's okay to be me right that's beautiful you know and and it was okay for her to be her but spirit has a funny way of doing things, say, okay, she completed this job in your life, and though we're still very close friends, she had to move on. And that only happened because of work and me being a single mom having to take care of my kids and not wanting to uproot them. Right. You know, I realized it wasn't a person that can heal me. It wasn't a, uh, um, I wasn't into drinking and drugging or anything like that, but I was very much into sexing. And so that wasn't healing me at all, thinking gotcha. that I would, I would be able to feel better by just um, kind of, you know, you think of Macbeth out there, I'm spot, you know, by having more sex with somebody uh, of a different uh, character, that that stain would be removed. Gotcha. I don't know if that, you know, well, if you I mean, follow there's me there. also, you know, I, there's a lot to be said about being able to find, I don't want to say, you know, God through sex, but, you know, there there is a leg of it there, if you will, um, that there is, you know, that, that power of creation and being right there at that raw edge of it, there's definitely uh, power there, right, that a lot of people 
they get they want that or they feel that and that without that for a, a few minutes that is enough right right because i mean you know i don't when i was growing up they said your body was a temple and so by by having sex you're praising the creator right of the I and totally so you're that. you're connecting to the higher person but if that individual is not on the same space then you you still feel the lack where was where's that if it's not if it's not properly how do i say this if we're using them right yes. then it's, <laughs> it has to be that it. honest connection that's mm -hmm. happening there for it to be fulfilling exactly yeah. and it has to be pure you know right. they the both intent, the right. intention has no to one be pure. no one's like using one or it, it's they're both coming together with the same like-mindedness and yes that's I agree. so with that knowledge that i was in healing from that connection i i went in search of other things and that was when I got initiated in Santeria and got initiated in Palo and got initiated in Candoble and got initiated in, in paganism. And, and so you went through all of these different trainings of different spiritual practices and religions. Looking and to heal. Okay. And in that search, I think we talked about this yesterday we found the parts that we resonated with that that our soul sang with yes. and we moved on and took that in that peace with us and that's where i found the healing it there was all in me the whole time it, well right <laughs> it's just how do i communicate with it exactly and i think that i think you hit the nail on the head earlier when you said the the parts about and i'm not knocking religion in any fashion Religion is a tool to get us into a spiritual realm where we can communicate with that aspect of ourselves. And it's not the answer, it is the door opener, right? And I think a lot of people think, I go to church every Sunday, I am, you know, I am set, this is, I am a religious person, I am good. You know, and it ends there. They, they go home, they do what they always did, they, they treat their kids the way they always did, they, you know, <laughs> it doesn't end abuse, it doesn't end the cycles. They never look past that. They only listen to what, you know, the message is that Sunday, and they don't look for their messages in their lives being taught to them by the creator on an ongoing basis. And I think that they're kind of missing the boat. They came to the door, but they didn't walk through it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and to me that it's sad, but at the same time, at least they're there, right? Right. Um, and, and hopefully they'll get there. And I still utilize service as my message for the week uh today is sunday right. i listened to service today and it, what they talked about was listening to the voice and i think that's amazing how appropriate is that right how appropriate is that that it is the day that we're going to sit together and and communicate and what we're we're speaking right so someone out there has to hear the voice whatever the voice that they pick up, whether it's your voice, my voice, Brian's voice, someone's going to pick up on that and they have to hear it. That message is for them. Right. Uh, I think the moon is in Gemini, is it? I'm not sure. I I'm not good on astrology, but. Um. <laughs> so that was the other thing is just being able to utilize all the tools. And astrology is a big one too, um, as far as. I can tell you right now, yeah, 
the moon is in Gemini. Gemini is about conversation, communication, uh, over the air, what we're doing here. Right. And that means that this is ideal. This is how universe works. So it's so in line that my message as service was about listening to the voice. What voice are you hearing? And the the work that you've been doing recently to improve yourself led you to communication right and then what three days later i approached you and said hey would you do a podcast absolutely (laughs) and that was like a clearing that i did for myself because i have a fear of speaking right and you reached out to us not even knowing that we're doing a podcast (laughs) and that was just amazing that it's like you know and i was telling you what the podcast was about and i'm like oh my god you should totally be on our podcast and i'm like oh my god i just cleared myself (laughs) so talking about clearing that is one of the things that you do yeah Right. So yes. um, you, you do clearing for people, places, dogs, houses, everything. Um, so I'm a certified spiritual response therapist. Beautiful. And I went to, oh, my God, I've been uh, certified since 2000. I want to say 13, 2012. Okay. Um, and I still try to keep up, you know, because there's so much to learn. I I am very curious about gene, uh, the genealogy aspect of it because I'm adopted. But when I did my first set of clearing is when I actually found my birth mother. Oh, wow. So I was able to create peace between us before she passed away the following year. So I was, I, I, I really believe in this stuff because I see and experience the outcome. And yes, I do clearings for people, places, homes, lands, um, things. Is that something you have to physically be there to do? No, you do it remotely. You don't have to be there uh, for it. I mean, I don't. You don't have to be in front of me for me to read uh, tarot. You don't have to be standing in front of me f- for me to pray for you either. Exactly. You know, I mean, and I think that people lose the sight that it's it's all it's all coming down to spirit, you know, at the end that it's not. And I think it's interesting because, you know, we, we've had several conversations about this and the part where people, people are like telepathy doesn't exist. And it's like, really like you've never felt like someone needed to talk to you and you called them and they're like, Oh my God, they were in pain. Or, you know, you go and check on your kid. You don't know why, but you find out they really needed you or those type things, or when you get a bad vibe, mm-hmm. you know, from a place, that's that's what that is. That's energy it is. reaching it's, out to you and all the time. Exactly. And I think that it's really important that we keep an open mind to be able to grow. And the fact that you said that you're always learning, that there's so much more to learn, that you don't know all the answers, that open-mindedness right there, I think is one of the most key elements to being able to receive messages. And I think most people... They want to think that I know what everything is. They have everything put in a little box and they have them all lined up on the wall and they, they, they want to believe that that's it, that they have the answers, you know, and then you run around in fear because you, you have all this stuck energy because you, you try to put it on a box. If you keep your mind open and your heart open, the universe will be so happy to fill you and, and connect you with people who know other things and i i love that i love how universe speaks to me on it's little i don't know it's just it's beautiful 
way through people, you know. I agree. My earth angels, you're earth angel to me, as you <laughs> are. So how can people reach you? Um, I have a website. <coughs> it's um, Source of Universal Insight. We'll put a link to that on the on the notes for this podcast. And I also have um, an Instagram, which I do uh, live readings on Thursdays. And it's just a pop-up live. I don't normally um, announce the times. It's when spirit moves me. Okay. And I kind of meditate and pray before that. Anyone who needs to hear any message today, that they come through. And we're on Eastern time, so that's probably going to be a little earlier than if you're in the West Coast. It's probably not going to be as late as like 10 p.m. Right. But for the evenings on Tuesday nights, I'm at the clubhouse and I do. um, And those readings are five for five. So five minutes for five dollars. What's the clubhouse? And five cards. The clubhouse is a I don't I'm not sure how to describe it, but it's really an app where a group of people can go in and and share um they open a, a chat room basically oh so it's it's a it's an app yeah it's oh, an okay. app i'm thinking it's an actual place here no no up. it's actually a clubhouse online and people from all over the world join you and um i'll i'll give you the link to that as okay. well we're happy to pass that along there's so many interesting readers online in fact there's so many light workers that you will find online and i would caution i always say use discernment always pray for discernment because there's so many people though they're they believe they're doing good they can penetrate your protecting field your aura you shouldn't really allow just anybody to come in and 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 read you because they'll attach energy fields to you that's from others. It's like, gotcha. you know, kind of clearing I think themselves. I've experienced that in the past. Though. Have you? Yeah. And I think that it's becoming kind of crazy now because there's a vast amount. Like when I was coming up, it was a secret thing. Only, only, you know, certain oh, yeah. people if knew about it. If you talked about, about it. that, people would think you're crazy. Oh, <laughs> they'll, they'll might even lock you up or yeah. <laughs> figure well, out That's you. one of the things I find most inspiring about you is uh, your background is similar to mine growing up Catholic and um, the ability to open your mind to all these other things in your soul and um, keep growing and not cutting it off at the religious aspect of it. I mean, that's, to me, that's the most inspiring thing about you and that I, I get from our conversations together. Oh, wow, thank you. Um, believe it or not, I was going to be a nun. <laughs> uh, priest, you know. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> so we do have a lot it's of It's because of that spirituality that we have in us, you know, and we couldn't, we couldn't ignore that. And I think some people that are raised in certain religions do that. They ignore that spirituality and just accept the spirituality that's presented to them on a platter, basically, as this is this who is you it. should be. This yeah. is. And um, I was never able to do that. You know, I, I always found other things to, um, to, to grow myself spiritually, and uh, I couldn't limit myself like some people right. are able to do. And that's what I, I see in you and... Uh, it's just wonderful to hear somebody else's story that is similar to that as well. Thank you, Brian. I think that um, that openness I was talking about earlier, 
Oh my goodness. Your openness is your soul opening. Is mm-hmm. what I'm kind of referring to. And your soul is going to be able to tell you, listen, listen to this. There's truth in that. Don't, don't close off to this because you have to learn from that. Yep, that know? explains. I mean, I can relate to that totally. You know, I found it internally, and I, you said that as well. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not just looking for spirituality and listening for spirituality. It's feeling it, and, and it's coming from within. See, and I think that most people miss the boat, too, because they'll go looking for these things and they're expecting to find a canned answer and they're, they're expecting someone to do the work for them. And the trick is that we're all here to evolve and it's something we have to build inside and people are just looking for someone to give it to them. And they'll, they'll look at this religion and they'll switch to this religion, they'll switch to this religion, but what they're not looking at is the pieces from each one that are speaking to their spiritual self and helping them to evolve and when they can pick those pieces out of the parts that did work for them and use that you you kind of get what you need and sometimes if you can find all that in one specific religion that's amazing glory be (laughs) because (laughs) but i have not been able to do that i i haven't either i did you know i we did a podcast earlier where Brian shared that when he was a kid, he found what he needed spiritually. He was, he was there and he was in that place. And I felt that way in where I grew up in my church until it came to a point that I realized that the people they were talking about deserved hell and damnation was me. Mm. Right. And it wasn't like I went out and did something. It was that I had this natural feeling that did not agree with what they were saying had to occur for me. And it's like, so they're saying that God made a mistake in me because it wasn't a choice that I made. And I, I don't accept that either. I don't believe that I'm a mistake. I don't believe that my creator makes those types of mistakes. And I believe that I deserve to be loved by my creator, just like anyone else. And that I can, I can be part of that revelation and that glory and that everything that they talked about is just I have to find how it comes to peace with me and I think that I'm here for that reason right that it's my journey to find that and mine and Brian's journey here at gaypeace.com is to to share that with our people that are here that's a beautiful job that you guys are taking uh, to your listeners and may May the universe continue to pull the people. Well, it is. It it brought you here today. Yeah. So. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. But I, I wanted to sh- share something with you. When I was seven years old and that angel came to me, I couldn't say it was a he and I couldn't say it was a she. I knew it was an angel. I knew it had energy and I knew that it was a spiritual being And as I grow and know that we're spiritual beings as well, and we are physically, you know, and, you know, in our body, have both male and female, we're very much like angels. Mm -hmm. We're neither. We know in in a lot of the cultures, their ancestors come to them, right? Mm -hmm. And that could be exactly what's happening there. You know, they could foresee that or interpret that as, 
your ancestors came to you, you know, is, and that's what we interpret to be angels potentially. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that there aren't angels. I'm just saying that. Oh, I had my ancestors come to me too. Okay. And they they look very much like me. And you can feel the difference in the energy on that? Oh, it's a big difference. That's, that's all it was. A big difference. I mean, I, on the same day I would have at night, uh, my, some great grandmother on a rocking chair with her rooster. Oh, by wow. her leg and that rooster used to peck my hand and I would say I need that rooster to stop she says don't worry he's been cooked already it's <laughs> I mean having conversations like that as a young child with your ancestors showing you what they did and she smoked a cigar mm-hmm. you know coming in my room and she would be rocking and watching over me and she talked to me but that was my nighttime and then my daytime experience. I'm literally walking around with an angel. So it's the energy is completely different. And see, when the only time I've had visits like that, they're usually in the middle of the night and they'll be standing beside the bed. Mm-hmm. And it horrifies me. I wake up like, and it just, because I don't, when I'm first waking up, I'm not expecting someone to be standing right beside my bed, you know. And I will see them and, you know, I usually will scream and jump on top of Brian. (laughs) (laughs) But um, when I describe them to Brian, usually the next day I'll find out that someone that I know that matches that description has passed. But Mm -hmm. I can't make out their face. I can make out features and and I can make out like if it's male or female, what their body type is like, their shape and what type hair they have, short, long, whatever. Um, I just can't quite because it's dark in my room. You know, it's not like bright but i can make out that and know that that but the energy i feel when i find out it's the person i know that it is them okay so um brian do you want to bring it together for us well i i don't know what to say other than thank you marie it was wonderful and i learned a lot and also felt a lot too it was a a wonderful experience thank you so much please come back and do this thank you thank you both for the invitation i love to be here again i love your energies thank you we love you too as always (laughs) and um, we would like to have you back and maybe do a reading for us that'd be great okay Thanks for listening to Gay Peace Journeys podcast from gaypeace.com. With a very special thank you today to our guest, Maria. If you'd like to reach Maria directly, feel free to use one of the various links provided in the show notes. Peace out, everybody.